Toasties. I'm Missy, here with my bestie, Johnsy. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> we're giggly. We're already giggly, guys, because we we're doing something a little new today. First off, uh, this is our first virtual recording. This is our so. first one apart. Yes, this is the first one that we're not next to each other. I can't. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. This is weird. We have weird storms going on, and you're busy with work. Daily life shenanigans. <laughs> yes. My eyelashes keep intertwining. Don't mind me, guys. You guys are going to actually see us talking, too, if you're yeah, on this- the YouTube. Because this, this video will be on YouTube. <laughs> yep. So if you're on any of the other ones or you're just listening to our lovely, beautiful voices, then... Uh, Go over to YouTube, check us out, because we're on YouTube, guys, if you didn't know already. <laughs> yeah, that's a more recent thing. Yeah. You'll actually get a little sneak peek of a... Sne- the- <laughs> <laughs> we have one of our uh, old episodes up on there still. I don't think we took it down. <laughs> you can listen to our first ever two episodes. <laughs> so what you got over there? What you drinking? I am drinking a tropical beer hug. It's an Imperial IPA. And I don't get to try that one. No, I can't. I can't. No, it don't work. (laughs) It don't work. You can't just hand it over. You guys don't get to hear me gagging. No, not on this one. No. Unfortunately. What you got, though? No, you do fucking not. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's in a different cup. (laughs) It's a tiny little Moscato bottle, guys. (laughs) Look at how cute it is. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's adorable. You guys will hear me crack open the second one because this one's not open, but I do have a backup in case I done this one during this this time. How's it taste, though? How's yours taste? That's a new one. Um, I would give it an eight. I like Mm. it. I like it. That doesn't say much for me, but... It's not... It, it's hoppy, others, no. but it's not too hoppy. I oh, would, so I might like check it. it out. Yeah, it's I might terrible. like it because that's my biggest thing, and I don't like is I don't like the hoppy. I think it still might be a too <clears throat> hoppy for you because it's still an imperial IPA. But I've had ones that are like a kick in the face. Yeah, when I was a kid, in one of the houses that I grew up in, I did not know what these were in my backyard at one point. But we had this whole vine of them that was along the fence line. And I, they look like little lettuces. So I used to pick them and like play like, this is our food when we were playing outside. Mm-hmm. Did not know those were hops. Adam growing oh, in my shit. backyard. Yeah. What? Do they grow yeah. like weeds or something? They grow like kind of. Yeah, there was just like a lot of them in my backyard. And I would go back there and like pick them all and we'd well, take them apart. Well, it is Wisconsin, so. I mean, <laughs> just growing naturally in my backyard. So it was, I used to play with them. I thought they were, they look like little lettuces. Like, not like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts look like little cabbages. These, I don't know. They look like romaine. Uh, I don't know. I just used to play with them and thought that, pretended like they were my, um, my food. Oh, whatever. Just, you know, just eating raw hops. No big deal. <laughs> As a child. Oh, God, I didn't, that had to be awful. I didn't actually like for real eat them. I pretended, <laughs> but like I did not know that growing up as a child, I was playing with hops. I just thought they were just a weird 
weed plant thing. You know, like you pick dandelions or white clovers or whatever. Same thing. Hmm. Well, just naturally growing in my backyard. Now, (laughs) now, like being into all the plant stuff that I'm into, like I could think of a million things I could have done with that. Could have made my own beer. Yeah, number one, first of all, yeah. Except you don't enjoy beer, so. I don't, but you know, I would still make it just because I can. It could make it for me. Exactly. I would make you beer. That's like Uh, a big hobby thing out there. Yeah, that's too much time for me. I cannot. I cannot. Yeah. So, sorry guys. Total sidetracked. Yeah. (laughs) Got on the happy conversation. So, like we said, this is a little different today. We don't necessarily have one case, but many. Because today we're talking, not local, current shenanigans. This is our little, this is our little news episode. We are reporting from you live. (laughs) (laughs) Live, yet it's like Virginia. (laughs) We have shenanigans. (laughs) Welcome to uh, Virginia, and here is our local shenanigans. Actually, not local. I keep crying to say freaking local. Well, if you keep it U.S. to our local. U.S., yeah, our U.S. listeners, this is local to them. But yes. besides that, no. So what yeah. you got? You want to go up first? Well, yeah, I'll go first. So, of course, um, we've posted a lot about this one on our Instagram, and it is about the Idaho murder. Mm-hmm. Now, there's lots of things that have been going on even currently with that case. I've been following it. Almost since it started, although mm-hmm. I didn't, well, I, that's a bit of a lie. I did not even keep up with it until a little bit later because when that first happened, I was actually stuck on an actual local situation of a shooting that happened at a college at mm-hmm. a UVA. And while that shooting happened is when this, um, this murder happened and, uh, um sorry guys <laughs> love it love it um but Can't when that, one rule <laughs> when that shooting happened is when this around the time that these stabbings happened and i remember being at work and someone was like because i was talking to them about the shooting mm-hmm. and they're like then there was another shoot um they they must have not known fully what happened in Idaho at the college there. But they were like, there's another shooting that happened. I'm like, what? There was another one? They're like, yeah, in Idaho. And I looked, it was a stabbing. So the Idaho stabbings that happened in November of 2022 is what I'm referring to. And if you guys haven't heard anything of it, for one, actually, I would say you're living under a rock. But you don't know how many people I've talked to. I'm so sorry. We can see you with Figaro. Oh my gosh. Good God. I can't. I can't. Oh my gosh, guys. I literally guys if you're listening to this just on on your like podcast platform you need to get to youtube and watch this right now <laughs> right the fuck now 
my fiance is army crawling into the bedroom to seek. I don't fucking know. He had one rule to stay out of the fucking room. We are not editing that out. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Are you done? Oh. <laughs> She's stuck. Thank you, baby. <laughs> I just love that he did what he did, and then Biggie came behind him the way that Biggie did. Oh my god, seriously, no privacy in this house. I'm crying, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Oh, god damn it, he left Figaro in here. I told you, Figgy followed him. Alright guys, hopefully my little baby pup is fucking happy and will not bark. Oh, hopefully. That was great. <laughs> I loved that. Thank you, Sean. Anyways, <laughs> back on to the murder in Idaho. I've actually able to talk about it with some people and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, how do you how do you not know what I'm talking about? Like it's a big case. Like four students were stabbed to death in their home. Stabbed stabbed mm. not shot stabbed to death in their home and two other victims that were in the house i wouldn't call them victims but two other people in the home did not fall to the fate that four other students did um so there were six kids total in that house four were stabbed to death two survived i don't even want to use the word survived because they were never attacked period point blank at all one of the girls that survived actually opened her door three times when the situation happened the first time she opened the door she saw nothing the second time she opened the door she claimed that she had seen his name is Brian. I cannot pronounce his last name, so I'm not even going to bother trying. His first name is Brian, though. Um, and that was the weird thing is the second time she opened the door, she said she saw him. And then the third time she opened her door, she just saw somebody dressed in all black and a mask that covered their nose and their mouth. And mm. when she saw that, she... Um, she said that she just froze, terrified. Now, this is all in the time of like around 4 a.m. when the murders happened. The call to 911 did not happen until eight hours later. Jesus. Yeah. I find that to be funny. A little odd. Yeah. A little, that's a not little normal. Yeah. A little fucking odd. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> she, and when the call was made that they just were told there was an unconscious person, when she was opening the door, she said that she heard what it sounded like two of the victims were up because it was a three, three story apartment house thing that they lived in. She was on the second floor and she thought she heard somebody on the third floor um it sounded like one of the girls was playing with her dog the other time she said she heard 
a man say one or two of the victims say it's someone's here. And then she heard a man say, I, it's OK, I'm here to help. And that was around the time that she saw the guy dressed in all black. Like her mm. story to me just sounds freaking Yet. whack. Now, there's poor, not poor man, but this guy that is arrested for the murders. I do not believe he was alone in this situation. I think he's mm-hmm. getting the I'm getting I think he's getting all the stuff in the, on him. Now, Brian was going to school and lived about 15 minutes away from the where the stabbings happened from these yeah. these four kids. And he was going to school for gosh, what was it? Criminal justice. Um, he was looking into like forensics and other types of things like that. He did have a degree in art as well. Mm. He did help write a book about a killer, which will probably be an episode. I'm going to look into who the serial killer was. It was a, oh gosh, I just saw it. It was B, BTK killer or I could be the, getting that. T- yeah. Yeah. BTK? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What yep. book? He wrote a book about it. Hold on. I have my phone right here, guys. I didn't want to have to like. BTK is pretty big, so that's surprising that he was helping write a book about BTK. Yes, he and a a psychologist um, studied under a renowned forensic psychologist, Catherine Ramslin, who interviewed the BTK (laughs) serial killer and co-wrote the book "Confessions of a Killer: The Untold Stories of Dennis Rader, the BTK Killer." (laughs) He helped write this book with this woman. So he really got started getting into like behind the minds of the criminal type thing. Um, and when his fascinations that his fascination for that started and then the murders happened shortly after. Hmm. Now, um, he was supposed to have a preliminary hearing, but somehow, Go. Go. somehow he. He's fine. I picked him up a little rough got away from that um they were trying to subpoena one of the girls that did live in the house but she fought it she fought it big time and got a lawyer because she's not originally from idaho she's from nevada i had to think about that for a second she's from nevada or nevada however people like to say it Mm -hmm. and uh she said that they can't she like looked up all the laws on how like she can't be brought across state lines for a, a case that's whatever it's just a preliminary whatever but brian's attorneys believe she has some information that can clear his name hmm. so if they believe that she's got some information that could clear his name they subpoenaed her for that information she fought it i feel like she does which is leading me more to believe he's not alone yeah Absolutely. Now, he is possibly going to end up being facing the death sentence. And when they did have uh, a hearing for him to basically submit his plea, Mm -hmm. he stood silent. Him and his lawyer stood silent. They did not speak. They just stood up. And when you do that, the judge automatically can put in not guilty. So he has his plea in as not guilty. I did not know that. Okay. Yes. I didn't either. But a lot of people, like, of course, were speculating, like, why did he stay silent? And a lot of it was, like, for one, he believes he's not guilty. 
but at this point, why speak when people already have made their judgments on you type thing? Yeah, but it's still, it's your, it's your only chance to say I'm not guilty. So I don't know why, like, why wouldn't you take that opportunity? Right. And there was not much that was said. There was a lot of like opinions as to why he took that route. There wasn't much that was said on his part from like either his lawyer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I think part of the reason a lot of people, I'm going to say forgot about this case and what had happened is because shortly after they arrested him Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that, instantly there was a no gag order put out. Mm -hmm. So because there's no gag order. Of course. There's no talking about the case. There's no input constantly being put on the case. So nobody's reminded of the case and typical in our fashion of our brains is if you don't talk about it, it's forgotten. So the case has not been talked about unless new stuff has come up. Yeah, because it hit social media pretty hard when it did happen. When it happened. So it makes sense that they would put a no gag order on it. I'm glad that they did that. I'm honestly glad because, I mean, doing this this cases that you and I have been doing already, like a lot of the cases are mingled and mangled and destroyed with media. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the news outlets just reap havoc on these cases and making things almost impossible to get truth in what's really fucking happening. Yeah. You're not, you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm not wrong at all. So his case is not his actual case. They do. They did actually June 27th. They were supposed to have um, argument statements done. I didn't see anything updated on that recently. I just I didn't even know they were going to have that because once they they did this whole like him submitting his plea thing. I'm not sure what happened, but they skipped his preliminary and we're going to go straight into the case, which is not until October. But I was reading and saw that there was supposed to be some argument statements made from both sides, kind of presenting evidence at that moment on the 27th. Now, I don't know if that was supposed to be the preliminary. I'm not sure the way that they worded things. It sounded like he had his preliminary. He was supposed to have his preliminary, but it didn't happen. And they went straight to they're going straight to the case, but they were going to have something in between. Now, I didn't see anything about that. And any updates on that kind of information and again and i don't know if that's because of the no gag i don't know if that's still in effect i can't really tell it sounds like it still is but then again it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like it still is however in october he will be having his case one of the big things that they are really kind of still unsure of that is really i feel playing in his favor as well in a good way i guess they still haven't found the murder weapon Mm. They had seized his home, seized his parents' home, because he's he's originally from Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and they have taken 15 15 items from him, but no murder weapon has been found. The only reason he has actually been arrested is for this case is his dna was on site so they're not sure if he just knew these kids or if he did it and his vehicle description was similar to one that has been seen around their home 
So they still... What's the vehicle, though? Do you know? He has a white Hyundai Elantra, I believe is what I read. Okay, so there's a lot of those. Exactly. But even when I was reading on this case, they said that they basically matches. So they still don't have, like, set in stone, other than the fact that his DNA was found on site. But all they have... As far as a murder weapon, was the sheath that goes over the knife. They don't have the knife. Is his DNA on the sheath? Probably you don't know any of that yet. No, I don't know too much of that. They just said that they did find... It depends on where his DNA is. Like, if it's on the sheath, then, dude, you're fucked. But the sheath was found in one of the victim's beds where she was dead. And two of the victims were alive during the stabbings. And that's the thing that still fucking blows my mind also as to why I think that these two surviving roommates are involved. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. Is how did you not hear them scream? You would have to. That's like how do you. I mean, the one girl who opened the door three times says she thought she heard crying. There's but a lot difference between big difference between crying and these these two girls that sur- survived. I mean, they just their stories, things just don't add up to me. They just don't. How, you you thought you heard crying. They said that they also thought that these. The friends were partying, and that's what they thought all the noise was at Borium. Um, they thought that one of the girls was just playing with her dog because they she did one of the girls did have a dog. Which on Brian there was a animal fur strand hair strand on him. Now, if they can pinpoint that animal strand to match her dog, then definitely he's fucked. But they yeah, especially because there's no reason for him to be there beforehand. But the only thing that they can pinpoint, the only way that they can do that is if there's a root on that hair or skin on that hair. But if it was just a shed, like the fur just shed it off like normal, mm-hmm. there's no way they can pinpoint it. Well, they could pin possibly pinpoint it down to maybe that dog, but not that dog specifically. But he is possibly, like I said, facing a death penalty for what he did. And if he did it, I mean, bro. You asked for it at this point. Yeah. But I don't think he did it alone. No, it doesn't. There's it sounds like there's more people involved. There has to be more people involved. It's a stabbing of four people. Dabbing of four people. I mean, going back to Amityville, DeFeo's, he shot his family. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could do that by yourself. You just poof. somehow. I mean, the only question is, is how did six people not hear a gun go off in your home? But it could be quick. 
And with that, there was rumors that possibly the family members were drugged. I'm not 100% sure. And when I did the research on that story, when we talked about it, and if you guys haven't listened, you need to go back and listen. There was, that was just a rumor, possibly, that there was, Mm -hmm. that they were drugged. And that's why he was able to shoot them all in their beds. Although he was really heavily into drugs, so they very well could have been. But I mean, the autopsies would have shown something. You'd think, but I don't, you know, I don't think they did autopsies. I think they just saw bullet, bullet wounds in the head and just went with it. It was the 70s, 80s, 70s. True. They probably didn't look save much the, further save into the money. It. Yeah. I mean, you see bullet wounds. That's clearly how they died. Right in the head. But I just don't see how four people were stabbed to death by one person. And two of them, because autopsies were done, were shown that they were awake when they were stabbed. And that was the couple. Because there was two girls that were best friends since the sixth grade. And the dad had said some really sweet things about these two young ladies. Um, and then the other two, they just started dating that year. It sounded like from what I read. I could be wrong on that. So go ahead and correct me, guys. Um, but those two were awake. And then, like I said, you hear all that noise and you don't call 911 and someone was in your home and scared you. Especially you... with your phones being so accessible nowadays. Exactly. Like it, something doesn't make sense. Something's not adding up. Well, someone didn't call 911, but they sure as hell called DoorDash. Oh, that's right. There was a DoorDash order. Around the 4 a.m. time. It was early in the morning. DoorDash showed up. <clears throat> So they couldn't call 911, but they called DoorDash and then never went and grabbed the food. Now, I don't. That means somebody's name is attached to that order. I don't know. And I I don't think I've seen anything to where if that DoorDash order happened to belong to the victims that died. And that's why the food was never grabbed. I also did read that there was an unconscious 911 call made in the morning. Before the final 911 call was made. But if there's an unconscious 911 call, I'm not sure how 911 works 100%. I don't know if, like, if they get that call and it goes all the way through, they still send somebody just to go check. But I guess if they went and checked and saw there was no, like, craziness going on outside the house, they wouldn't go knocking on the door or anything. Or even if they did and nobody answered, they'd be like, oh, that was just a fuck up. I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't see anything about that. I don't know if the unconscious 911 call was actually a thing that was done. Um but I am very interested to see what happens in October when Brian Brian K. I think his name's Coburg. I think that's how it's pronounced now that I think about it. I think it's pronounced Coburg. Um when his actual trial starts. What comes of that? You know, I used to always sit there and say, though, when I saw pictures of him up until recently, when they'd show pictures, he'd always, to me, had this smile on his face. Like, I know something you all don't. Like, there's a secret I'm holding and just wait for me to drop this bomb on you all. Like, I really, I think he knows something more that has yet to be shared. 
And because there's a no gag order, well, we won't know. Yeah, but I'm no. interested. So stay posted, Toasties. I will, when I get new news, I will still keep updating the Instagram on that situation. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've been following. That's a lot. It is a lot. And I've been really like, because like I said, I'm my biggest thing is that it was a stabbing. Four people stabbed to death in their in their rooms or what whatever have you. Two of the victims were on the third floor. The two other victims were on the second floor. I just don't understand how they were stabbed to death. And Me. nobody heard anything. I mean, there's other serial killers that have done it beforehand. And they've gotten away, too, with it and still gone on to commit more murders. So it's not saying that it's not, it's still doable. It's not out of the question for it. I know that the one girl who said that she saw him dressed in black, um, she's not sure how she survived. She's not sure how she came out unscathed. Um, other than the fact that she thinks that maybe he just didn't see her in the hallway because she was in the hallway when he walked past and watched him walk towards the back of the house towards the sliding glass door. Mm. That's the other thing, though. She was on the second floor. Is there a sliding glass door on, on the second floor? I don't know. Well, it depends on the house. I mean, it yeah. could be the other rooms. If you're considering like a basement room, a first floor. Yeah, I don't then, know. Yeah. And that's at ground level. Then, yeah, it could be or. I don't yeah. know. She said she just saw him walk towards the back of the house to the um, sliding glass door. But I don't know. the house is being torn down that these these four victims were slain at. As that it should. It's being torn down because freaking idiots are going to the house for TikToks. It's a TikTok challenge. Oh my God. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Going to the, ver- the, uh, the murder house, touching the murder house, taking pictures of themselves at the murder house. It turned into a joke. So th- and this is why I was like, thank goodness there's a no gag order on this case. Because if the media, if the news media didn't just constantly keep putting stuff out there and twisting up words, freaking teenagers mm-hmm. are going to do it themselves. I might be doing that. So if I am, please, guys, correct me. These are the things that I've just read so far. I don't want to put any misinformation out there. So I definitely do want to hear if I got something mixed up so I can correct myself and share the correct information. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. So what do you got for us? I just picked two that stood out the most to me. Um... So, this one happened last week in San Antonio, Texas. Oh. Yeah, these are very current. Very current. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Miss Savannah Mercedes Lopez, 27 years old, was out on bond on a DWI. Okay. And I'm not judging her based on that. I mean, I've had my own DWI. It happens. I hope that you would learn from it. And I hope that you don't hurt anybody in the process. But needless to say, you know, find a DD, stay at home. Like, you can make other arrangements. Take a Lyft. Take a Uber. Like, I had to learn the hard way. But what astounds me is she was out on bond 
for a DWI already, okay? Mm-hmm. And around 4 a.m., she struck a homeless man on the street. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It's a 4 a.m. time, man. But this is, like, this is what kills me. She didn't, she didn't call authorities. She didn't, like, try to ask for help or anything. She drove away from the scene. Oh, no. <clears throat> like, I don't know how you could do that to somebody. Are you really that selfish? Like, that bothers me. Yeah. Immensely. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. But I'm not, like, it. luckily this... This did kill the man instantaneously. So he didn't feel any pain or nothing. Correct. Um, But that's still... It's fucked up either way. Yeah. But his death was internal decapitation. Oh, gosh. I've never heard of that before. And that's why this kind of like stood out to me. Because people do this all the time, and it's it's not okay that they do this. And rules will get harsher, and we'll try to, like, you know, fight against it. But they're just still going to keep happening. Yeah. But this poor man was internally de- decapitated. I don't know how the fuck that happens. I guess the jolt of it just dislocated his neck easily and... Basically, she was driving a Dodge pickup truck, so it was a larger vehicle. That's a big vehicle. Mm-hmm. Depends on but, which Dodge truck, but still. Ooh, excuse me. Either way, all of them, the front ends are like they're huge. ginormous. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're not big. small vehicles. Well, my husband has a Dodge pickup. Mm-hmm. So They're not small. I mean, he had a, a smaller one, but still it was big. I mean, compared to my car. <laughs> yeah, compared to your car. Uh, but he was discovered the following morning just by somebody walking past him. Oh, gosh. And then you yeah. have to be the person. Like, imagine being the person to find that. Well, Ugh. here's the thing. It looked as if he had, like, passed in his sleep. There was very little oh. blood. There was very little injuries. So they just thought this homeless man is just dead. Correct. So nothing was even like investigated on it well, for a while. Well, it was. No, it was right away. Oh, okay. But to somebody, maybe not us, because we know by now we know like mm, this looks suspicious. But to somebody else, it looked just like this homeless guy had just passed away on the street. Yeah, maybe gotten beat up. There's a little bit of blood. Either way, it didn't look like he got hit. But it was the shape that he was left in that concerned the investigators. Mm -hmm. So the autopsy uh, tech reported that, of course, internally he was decapitated and that everything in his neck was severed. Everything. The only thing holding it all together was his skin. That's so weird. Yeah, I've never heard of anything like this happening before. No. But besides the little bit of blood and everything, his body was found in like a U-shape. Like bent or was he bent backwards? 
is bent forwards. Okay. So I can see how you could like mistake it as something else happening. But basically what the autopsy tech described was that she hit him, his body formed to the front of her bumper, and he was kind of, as soon as it hit him, I guess the impact severed everything in his neck besides the skin because he was actually hit in the neck. And it left him as is, just like that. Rigamortis. Rigamortis right away. I'm assuming. I didn't think it said in that quickly. stiff. But that's how he was found. Uh, That's why he didn't feel much. He got decapitated. Yeah, no, he was dead instantly. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, it shouldn't have happened at all, regardless of the situation. But thank God it did happen like that, and he didn't have to, you know, kind of live through all that pain. Right. But when investigators went to go, you know, look at the scene and whatnot, and they didn't have any recordings of what happened, Mm -hmm. but they had recordings of the pickup truck leaving. Okay. And they also had a recording of like a doorbell cam down the street. Ah, those ring doorbells are catching a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. lately. Watch out, guys. Catching the sound. So it didn't see anything, but it caught the sound. Okay. And from what the autopsy tech had described, that it had actually sounded like she had hit another car. Oh, my God. That's how loud the impact was. So obviously she was traveling at very, very high speeds. Oh, that's probably... You know what? I bet you that his head didn't, like... From the jolt, it probably like ripped. If she yeah. hit him that hard, his head probably ripped. Yeah. Oh, oh poor guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine that? I cannot. But what I'm more pissed off about is when they started investigating it and they went to go fucking confront her as to the damage on her pickup truck. Because, of course, they're going to pull up. Anybody who has this Dodge pickup truck that looks like this. Right. Obviously, you're going to be in the DMV database. Go find your house. They see Mm -hmm. one with damage. And you're going to... She fucking lies about it. Tells a whole completely different fucking story about what happened to her vehicle. Of course. Well, she's out on bond for a DUI already. So... But why would you lie? Like, do you not feel any slightest bit of guilt? Like, I would think at least at this point, I can... I can see maybe when you're intoxicated, being freaked out, not sure what will happen, and running away from the scene terrified. Because you're intoxicated, you can't think clearly. But to be sober the next couple of days... Who's to say she was? True. But still, to lie about it? Like, that's fucked up. That is. And that's like, that's what annoys me about all of it, mm-hmm. regardless. But she is being charged with failure to stop and render. Um, stop, sorry. Stop and render aid involving serious bodily injury and death. So more than likely, she will catch um, a manslaughter charge. Your DWI just increased so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But that's how quick they can re- increase. So, Toasties, please be aware 
when you're drinking, stay home. Stay, yeah, stay home. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Call, call a, a friend. friend. If I live closer, call me. I'll come get you. <laughs> right. But you can't put somebody's. Nobody's life is in, is no. It's just ridiculous. That, nobody should be putting anybody's life in danger. And I don't care if it was just a homeless man. Somewhere, still was a person. Somebody, to somebody, yeah, he was a person to somebody. Either way, he still didn't deserve that. No. Nobody, and that, again, with some of the cases that we've done, nobody is just expendable. No. Nobody. No. Nobody. It's just. But this isn't like, this isn't a first. This is just a continuous problem. Yeah. And it irritates me that she went out and decided to just lie about it. I mean, I know there was another one going around on TikTok that kind of did the same thing. And she was laughing while they had her like in the hospital and the officer was recording her and whatnot. She's just laughing, joking off, like, when am I going to get out? No, no, you just f- fucking killed somebody. It's not okay. Like, at one point, do we realize that it's not okay to take another human being's life? Oh, because it was an accident? That makes it okay? No, it still doesn't make it okay. That's still murder. If it was an accident, own up to your accident. If you but can't that's own not up an to- accident. I was you at that drank point, and you- got behind the wheel. That's not an accident. No, at that point you made you made some bad choices. You made but a I'm decision. Just, but I'm just saying, like, if it was an accident, like, the only way it's going to look like an accident is if you call and be like, "Fuck, I did this. I'm so sorry, I did this." I mean, you're still going to need a punishment. Obviously, you were drinking and driving. You made some bad freaking choices. But what makes it even worse, and you wouldn't think that it could get worse, is the fact that you lie. Mm-hmm. Like, you lie. Mm-hmm. You think that was going to help? Like, imagine. So let me put it this way. What if there was a serial killer who thought he could get it away by just making it seem like an accidental, like, car crash? Not saying DWI, but just an accident. He accidentally hurt this hurt this person. Mm-hmm. Like he planned this out to the point where he could accidentally hurt somebody. It's not okay. No. It's still not okay. No, it's not okay. And it's not just the alcohol, it's the phones, it's the eating while driving, it's just being distracted about. I still while see driving. people putting makeup on and shaving. Shaving? Mm-hmm. I saw somebody shaving. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, it was like an electric razor, but he's just sitting there going like this, shaving away. I'm guilty for eating and driving, but I do not look at my phone while I'm driving. I don't. If I get to a light and I'm at a full stop, I will take a quick look. Mm -hmm. If I can respond in that short amount of time of being at the light, I will. I'm not going to lie. But the moment my car starts moving is the moment I throw my phone to the side. See, I got one of them like smart cars. So they just, it does like everything for me. I can respond through my car and all that kind of shit. I can read my text messages through my car too, but I just, all I have to do is quick hit the button read, but I ain't doing that. 
Either way. Guys, I'll, just if, be careful. If, like someone keeps call if someone keeps texting me while I'm driving, I'll just call them. Because my car then plays through my the phone plays through my car. And I yeah, can talk I to do them that while I'm driving. The time. Yeah. But I do not text and drive. I do not look at my phone and drive. I won't even like pull up my music while I'm driving. I will wait until I get to a light. I have to yell at Google Assistant to play the correct song. And she frustrates me because we don't understand each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But I try. (laughs) That's funny. I love it. Do you have another case? Madeline McCain. Now, Madeline McCain's case was um, a recommended story by one of our toasties. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when I looked into it, it just unfortunately was not enough to be a full case. Um, And at the time that the case was brought to our attention to talk about, because they wanted to know our opinion on the situation. Now, this was a poor young little girl who was abducted um, during a vacation with her family. Mm -hmm. She was originally from the UK and they were in Portugal and she was abducted in 2007. Mm -hmm. If I'm remembering. That sounds about right. 2007. Her parents... The kids were upstairs in the room, their parents, it was like a family, like a, a group family vacation. Like it was her parents and them and like their friends and their kids. And so the kids were in the rooms in the hotel asleep while the parents went downstairs for a dinner. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't necessarily agree with what I was reading when I heard that these small children were in a hotel room by themselves in a strange place while the parents are having a dinner party in the hotel but i just kind of maybe chalked it up to almost the same as like being in the house and my kids are upstairs and i'm outside in the backyard mm-hmm. i guess <clears throat> but the parents all did take turns going upstairs to check on the kids every 30 minutes a, a, a different parent took a round to go upstairs and check the kids so they were responsible about it from the way it sounded to me okay and like I said, I try not to judge too much with the idea. I'm like, at first I read it and I'm like, they just left these kids in these hotel rooms by themselves. I'm like, oh my gosh, how dare they? And then I thought about it more. And I'm like, that's no different than leaving the kids upstairs while you're downstairs while they're, you know, they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. It, the only difference is Thinking they hotel. can't go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, everybody took their rounds, checking on the kids. And then finally the mother or the father that i cannot exactly remember the details on it the one upstairs to check on the kids and that's when they realized that young madeline who was four at the time was missing and I, um i i can see like i wouldn't leave a four-year-old though alone upstairs at the time that bothers me and it's she was different. the oldest it of their was kids like she was the oldest of their children and that's where i was like Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, no, that's a big no-no. I don't care. That's bad parenting. You can call me out. Call me names. I don't care. That's bad parenting. Okay, that wasn't just me. I'm like... No, I don't care if I just hurt your feelings. You don't do that. I didn't agree with that idea. The oldest is four? Now, I don't know about the other parents and their kids, because like I said, it sounded like there was like a group, Um, but of the McCain's, I think she was... Either she was their only child or their oldest child still regardless you're entrusting your children upon another child that is not even their sibling they're all supposed to be sleeping when they left 
I still don't. No, you don't leave a four-year-old. No. So the McCains actually were speculated in the from the get-go on her disappearance. Because like I said, either the mother or the father, I cannot recall. I believe it was the mother is the one who realized Madeline was missing. And mm-hmm. they instantly alerted the, hos- the hospital, the hotel, that their child was missing. Um, <clears throat> so, of course, they scoured the yeah. hotel thinking probably she She's left looking for her. She's got to be here somewhere. She's yeah. got to be here somewhere. Probably got scared and was coming to look for her parents. She's yeah, because she's fucking four. You don't leave a four-year-old alone. Especially while they're sleeping. In Portugal, where she's not familiar with the area. She's not at home. But anyways, so they're scouring, looking for her. Authorities are obviously called, all that other kind of stuff. And um, like I said, the McCain's actually, they weren't allowed to leave Portugal for a while after she Good. was missing. Because they, they were actually their main suspect. They should that be. Is, that is who they looked at right away, you know unlike our last case that we just discussed where the parents weren't looked at mm-hmm. last few cases mm-hmm. well not our last case because by the time you guys get this there's going to be a case bill. the memphis case <laughs> the parents <laughs> i'll be more specific um the memphis case the parents weren't looked at but um she the parents were the ones who were the main suspects and i'm not sure how or what and how they were able to be cleared but they were cleared well fast forward to recently a young woman from poland mm-hmm. thought she was madeline poland I like from the poland the- poland <laughs> um she thought she was from, she thought she was Madeline. She had a mm-hmm. lot of very high similarities to the look of Madeline. Um, and she's pretty positive her parents were not her parents. She had, Madeline had like, a, oh gosh, what is it called? Where she had like a brown spot in her blue eye. Mm-hmm. This young woman had the same thing. She also had a lot of other similar um, features, but she was a victim, I believe, of some sort of trafficking because she's actually in America right now under protection in a home for girls who were trafficked. Oh, she my. was able to get away and she is being protected right now. And she came out and she's, she remembers the, as far back as she can remember when she was little seeing that same hotel that Madeline was missing from. And from what she can remember as a child and what she's seeing of Madeline, she thought she was Madeline. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm not this person. I'm this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did actually a lot. Of, I, this was something, again, that was on our Instagram. And there was a lot of feedback. And she actually, someone pointed out on how she looked like the McCain's. And she did look like the dad, actually. See, in my opinion, I didn't see any similarities. I didn't, I didn't see, see it. similarities necessarily to Madeline's pictures, but Madeline's pictures was a four-year-old little girl and she was a grown woman. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see that. You are correct. But I did look at Madeline and the McCain parents mm-hmm. and I did see some similarities. And honestly, for my, I guess for myself, I wanted her to be Madeline, but unfortunately after DNA, she was not Madeline. And, um, it was actually a little bit difficult for them to find out, get any DNA started because her original parents refused 
to give a DNA. Mm. The people who she thought were her mother and father, her mother, I don't think she had a father, refused to give so what, DNA. What are you hiding then? Exactly. Mm. But they did eventually take DNA from the McCain's and they took the DNA from the young woman. And that is when they learned that she actually was not um, Madeline. Mm-hmm. But, but because of the situation, it did reopen the case of searching for Madeline. Okay. So that was great. However, what was really odd is they went straight to this one area dug it up, found some remains, and instantly stopped the search. There is no conclusion that those remains belong to Madeline. I find it really odd that they went straight to one spot to dig and just found something. Now, there was a man from Germany who... I cannot recall, so don't quote me on this, if the woman who thought she was Madeline said that that was one of her abusers, who she felt actually took her from her family. Okay. He was a suspect of Madeline back when Madeline went dis- disappeared. This man is currently in jail for a rape that happened in 2005. That he did to an elderly American woman. His one friend, though, recently has quoted, or well, they're not friends anymore. He said that he would he considered him to be a friend. But when he started hearing and learning who this man really was, he's like, I was just shocked and I could not be with this person. And I think he reported him on the situations that he found. He found mm-hmm. recordings of him raping women. This man. And also he recalled when the man told him, the German man told him the little girl didn't even scream when I took her. I just read that recently. Now, I don't know if this man is going to be also brought in to the UK for further investigation in the takings of Madeline. I just know that there were remains found in a certain reservoir of some sorts they did not confirm or deny if those remains belonged to Madeline. But they did all of a sudden suddenly stop the search. And that's the part that I find odd. Why did they find these remains and then just stop? He must have something to do with it. There's got to be a story in between there that he knows about. That's my... Where he kidnapped this little girl and this is where he put her remains. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they know for sure that they're that these are her remains, but they want to have the full story done before it's released. But what's so keep, the odds of the two that are connected? The German man and her mermaid yeah. he found? Yeah. I, I don't know. But all of a sudden, this German man is being brought up again. And apparently he was originally a suspect when Madeline went missing, but somehow mm. got off. Mm. So, but for the McCain's, I definitely feel for them, especially with that one woman coming out saying that she thinks she was Madeline. 
mm-hmm. um, that had to have been hard because I'm sure by this point, I mean, this is 2007. By this, this point, you know, I think you they might have probably put to rest thinking that the daughter's just gone. I know mm-hmm. they always did hold hope that she would come home one day, of course, because you have nothing to conclude. So there is always that little ray of hope that she could come home. The chances are slim, but it could happen. And for the fact that this one woman to come out and be like, I think I might be your daughter. And to reopen that wound of your daughter going missing. I fe- I do feel for them in that regard. Um, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. That was, that was the little bit that I have on that. I did just, um, I thought it was very mm-hmm. odd that all of a sudden remains were found of this young woman. And all of a sudden this young girl, little, little baby possibly remains. So again, stay, stay tuned on the, the Instagrams and stuff, guys. Cause if I find any more information on it, I'll be definitely posting and sharing on that situation. Cause I feel like that one is, one that needs to be known. Mm-hmm. Um, that poor girl, that poor woman that did come out thinking that she was um, Madeline received so much hate, so much hate, death threats and everything for speaking out because she spoke out on her abusers. She got a what lot the of fuck hate. fuck is wrong with people? Right. And that, and that is one thing I definitely did want to say is like, guys, don't shed hate. Don't. Even if you agree with what they said, even if you don't agree with what they said, do not shed hate. Like, at what point? Why are you going to hate her? She obviously believed this. Let them work it out. It's none of your fucking business. They said that she was doing it for attention. And if she is, let her get called out on her own fucking shit. Why you got to do it? Are you the cop? Exactly. No, I don't fucking think so. Exactly. And if you are the cop who's sitting there going on in the social media, giving death threats, you got problems, bro. And you don't need to be a cop. No, at that point, uh, there's another <laughs> investigation happening in your department. It's to fire your ass. Exactly. Because you can't do that shit. Toasties, we do not judge. No judgments. Whether you agree with things or not, please do not judge. Give your opinions, give your thoughts, considerations, whatever. But don't let your words have a meaningful impact on somebody else's life in a negative manner. Exactly. It's not fucking cool. Not cool at all. It's not your business. Mind your own business. Mind your business. Well, thank you for sharing that one, too. That was another good one. Yeah. What you got? You got another one for us? I do. You're How not going to like this one. Oh, we're going to conclude on a bad one? Yeah. Okay. Lay it on me. Okay. So, Sean actually found this one. Mm. And this guy is in Ohio. Um, it happened a few weeks ago, but Chad, I guess, doorman, doorman, whatever, he doesn't matter, is... Or is 32, and he is accused of killing his three young sons in his yard. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
He has pled not guilty to the charges. You're fucking kidding me. Which is ridiculous once you hear what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Prosecution is seeking the death penalty. As they should. But Chad is facing nine separate counts of aggregated murder and eight separate counts of kidnapping and four separate counts of felonious assault. There was three uh, children murdered, so I'm not where all the extra counts are coming into. Because, again, this is an open case. We don't really have all the evidence. Obviously, there's a backstory to this. Um, but on a Thursday evening, there was a little girl running down the street reporting her father was killing people. Oh, gosh. And she was letting everybody know. And then there was a 911 call that came from the mother, mother of the three boys who was screaming that her babies had just been shot. Three minutes later, sorry guys. Three minutes later, there was another 911 call reporting that there was a little girl running down the road stopping people that somebody was killing somebody. The three little boys were Clayton, who was seven, Hunter, who was four, and Chase, who was three. All kind of shot, like, execution style, um, mm-hmm. except for Clayton, who tried to run about 300 feet, and his father shot him from behind. Um, now, from what I understand from articles, was that mom was holding the youngest and trying to protect him when Chad snatched him and shot him in the head and her in the hand. So she is still alive, um, recovering from her gunshot wound to the hand. But unfortunately, she wasn't able to protect her baby, which I'm sure has an immense amount of guilt on her. Um, Now, Chad, just talking about him in general, he was kind of a troublesome person. He has about, since 2009... 15 brushes with the law, some of them being minor instances with like traffic violations and speeding tickets. But there was one in 2010 that was a domestic violence charge involving his father and charges were dropped just due to the fact that witnesses did not show up to court. Um, Now, going back to the incident, there was a neighbor, and I don't know how true this is, but there was a neighbor that had seen Chad previously lose his temper with the three boys and basically toss them around the yard. But the neighbor supposedly did see what was happening in the yard that day did call authorities. Um, I'm not going to judge him for not getting involved and trying to stop the situation because you don't, you know, you don't know, but at that point there's a firearm involved. Um, how much help are you going to be if you're shot yourself? 
true, but like but my, he at least called authorities. Ins- yeah. He did help a little bit. Yeah. He helped the best that he could, but does uh, does this neighbor have family of his own at that point? You know, like I said, mm-hmm. how helpful are you if you're getting shot yourself? I'm not angry at that neighbor. I'm curious as to why that mama, if he had things where he was already abusing those children, mm-hmm. why is that mama letting those babies near him? There's obviously a pass there. There had to have been a pass for him to escalate to that. Like, I, I guess I got to know more and knowing and myself. There's, now. there's none. There's none. Cause this is an open case and he actually does, uh, this July 5th. So four days from when we're actually recording now, he is starting his trial. He was indicted last Thursday. So they're they're rushing this, good uh, because you know it's it like it's fucked up all the way around. So he had a daughter. Yeah. He did have a daughter, and she ran. How old was this little girl? Don't know. Do Don't not know. know. She took off running and trying to warn people, trying to seek help. Um, it was said in one of the articles. I only found it in a couple of the articles. Don't know how much truth there is to it, but that supposedly Chad had been planning this for months. So this wasn't like he was on something. This wasn't like it was an anger issue. This is something he had been contemplating. So it was premeditated. I was going to say it's possibly premeditated. Got it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But once all the facts and the evidence do come to light i will make sure that i share more in depth um really pissed about this one and i do hope he does get the death penalty i know that's wrong of me to say you just you know we keep talking about all this shit like you don't want to judge and whatnot but when it comes to children you know my heart stands a little bit different on that aspect um, also I do want to note, cause I know there's, as me, a person that supports our rights to bear arms, this was done with a Marlin 22 rifle. So if you know rifles at all. It's a very small, small caliber. And I know this doesn't help me fight my rights to bear arms, but whether you you or them try to ban assault rifles or this and that, my point is, by any means, you can still kill somebody. Whether it's with a gun, a knife hands if they want to do it they're going to do it it doesn't have to be something major well our first one we just talked about was stabbings Mm -hmm. so and i really think it boils down to mental health and obviously we can't provide mental health for everybody we can't 
there's still going to be issues where those people that go undiagnosed that you never know about. Yeah. But you have seen a dramatic increase in some of our crime since Reagan shut down all government-funded mental health institutions. So... I'm trying not to judge the mom. We just said don't judge people, and I'm trying not to judge the mom. I'm so sorry that she probably is going to have to live with the fact that she couldn't protect her baby, but I'm sorry also the fact that that man probably gave many, many signs of an endangerment to those babies. That was my first thought, yeah. like, And I'm sure there was some kind of domestic violence on her part. You've got to be able... to be aware and recognize your situation when you're in a bad situation and get yourself out and especially your children out if they are involved if you got it and that's why i'm trying not to judge her if there was also there probably was domestic towards her as well and it was towards his father i'm sure it was towards her as well i was gonna say And when it comes to the domestic violence towards, you know, between husband and wife, and I'm going to say this on both sides because men do get abused just as much as Mm -hmm. women. They do. wants to talk about that one. And if you guys are in a domestic violence situation, we are here for you. Absolutely. I don't have a hotline or anything like that right now. We have Toasted Shenanigans Podcast at gmail.com and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. We'll get you help. We will get the help you guys need because nobody deserves mm-hmm. to be abused no matter fucking what. And I'm trying not to. That's why I'm trying not to judge this mom because first, my first instinct being mama, I'm mama bear mode already is instinct. And I'm wondering why the fuck did mother let that man abuse her babies. Mm-hmm. But I had to I had to cool my jets. You don't know the situation because I don't know the situation. Yeah. And. And then I did. I did have to cool my jets because instantly my first judgment, which was wrong on me, was to go that route. And it sounds like she tried in the instance of being shot. But she part of me is like, well, you could have prevented it from the beginning. But what kind of abuse did she even get into? And it's always people who are in abusive relationships have a hard time seeing it, have a hard time getting out of it. For multiple reasons, which is why Toasties, you deserve the world. All of you deserve the fucking world. And if you mm-hmm. aren't being given the fucking world, we are here then for it's you. The wrong, it's the wrong place. Get out, first of all. We are always here for you, but get the fuck out. I know it's easier said than done, but just look at yourself through a different perspective, think of yourself as even if you have a child involved, if it was your child and this was them in your shoes, would you want them to be living this life? No. Exactly. Then get the fuck out. If you can't get out for yourself, get out for your babies. But just know, no matter what they said to you, no matter how much they brought you down, there is someone out there who will reassure you every day how perfect you fucking are. Mm-hmm. And they will do it without any any hesitation. They and will those tell people you. do exist. They, they do. do exist. They do they exist. Do. Like, I will tell you this today. 
I was a spoiled little bitch. I've been in a funk and I needed to shave my legs real bad and I didn't do it. My husband did it for me. My husband shaved my legs for me today. Because he's fucking amazing. And I wanted my toes painted. I've been wanting my toes painted. I didn't do that for myself today either. My husband did it for me. He's amazing. And everybody deserves that. Somebody who Mm -hmm. is going to shave your legs for you and paint your toes for you because you're in a funk and can't do it yourself. Someone who's going to tell you you're being moody. Go play with your plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a yesterday. <laughs> I could see him doing that. <laughs> he told me to calm down, go play with your plants. So I did. I <laughs> tended to my garden. <laughs> but everybody deserves that. And like I said, I wanted to. I wanted to jump in. And judge that mama, and I, I'm so glad I, I did take myself back. I held myself in, and I'm sorry that that mama felt stuck, and that was what happened. And I'm sure now today she is probably feeling even worse mm-hmm. that she didn't reach out for help sooner. She's probably going through it very hard. And this probably, when it happened, seemed like a normal, unfortunately, a normal Thursday night. This is what she dealt with on a regular basis. She just didn't see it escalating because it never did get to this point. Right. And this time, unfortunately, it did because it was a little too late. That's why we're saying now you see things like this or see your friends or somebody else going through like this. Help them get out. Reach out to us. Let us help you get out. Whatever it takes, just get the fuck out. Nobody deserves that. Man mm-hmm. or woman. Nope. Toasties, you all deserve the best. Yep. Everybody we deserves love you not all. have been judged. And everybody deserves to be loved. And yes, mm-hmm. we do love you all. Very much so. Well, damn. But yeah, I had ended on that. Sorry. Could have, could have led with that one. Well, if I figure anything out July 5th, we'll update you on the social medias. But right now, wait to see what happens to this dirty bastard. Dick. Chad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks the like name. a too. He looks the like name. a Chad. Sorry if you're a Chad. Sorry, Chads. <laughs> As Actually, I know, speaking, really. Don't judge, but. I know. I know. It's one of those Karen situations. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know so many fucking Karens, and they are, like, the sweetest people I know. Mm-hmm. The absolute sweetest people I know. But yet, we're going to call, like, the middle-aged white woman with the crazy haircut a Karen. Mm-hmm. I don't know any mean Karens. I really don't. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't know any mean Karens. I know a lot of mean other people, but I don't know any mean actually like specific Karens, which was really funny yeah. actually. Cause my, um, when I was in nail school, a girl and I were like joking around and we're pretending to be like old ladies. Mm-hmm. And like, we just popped out the name Karen and like, we would call each other Karen. Cause it was just an old name. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few weeks later, all of a sudden, we're seeing Karen on the internet. And we're like, oh, look, we started a trend. And all of a sudden, it happened to be that, you know, no. lady. And we're like, whoa, no, no, no. That was not That's the route not we were going trend. in. <laughs> we were just going with, like, the old lady who gets a pedicure. Like, Karen. <laughs> not not that. But, well, thank you yeah. for sharing that. Um, again, just Kinda. total all the PSAs out there for you guys. We love you. Mm-hmm. We are here for you. Always and forever. You can reach us on any of thing up 
go to our website. There's a contact us now. It sends a text message to us. Actually, it's an mm-hmm. email, but close enough. But it's a little text message icon. Go to It'll our website. It'll pop up on our phone. ToastedShenanigans.com. And we will stay up all night talking to you. Whatever and you need. And if I'm not awake, she's awake. Either way, I'm always awake. we will contact each other and we will get mm-hmm. you through this. Whatever we got to do, we will find you help. We will do what we can to help you guys. Love each other. Hug each mm-hmm. other. Hug yourselves. Fucking love yourselves. Hug yourselves. That's really hard. It's really hard. But that's where a lot of this, we get stuck in those bad situations because we don't love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Nobody can yep. beat you down. The only person who should be ever allowed to beat you down is yourself. And you shouldn't be fucking doing that. No, you shouldn't. If you wouldn't mm-hmm. tell yourself you're a fucking idiot, which you shouldn't be, don't let nobody else call yourself a fucking idiot. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Love yourselves. We're here for you guys. Let us know. Start them Start them daily affirmations. They're hard, but... They're really hard. They're really hard, but... If I hard, can do but... it, you can do it. <laughs> They're really hard. I'm, look, I'm teaching my kids to do them. That's I, right. I mean, you should. I teach my kids, so... I'm totally my secret to the whole self-care thing and the self-love thing is the reason we don't fucking do it is nobody teaches us to mm-hmm. as a child. You're, you're not right. taught yeah. to, you're not taught to self-care. You're not taught to fucking love yourself. You're taught to keep moving forward, go to school to learn how to be a, an employee, be a slave to corporate America. Yeah. So you best believe I teach my kids self-care and self-love. And Absolutely. tell my son every day, I'll be like, what are you? He's like, a good boy. I make him scream it. He's a good kid. And my daughter, I tell her she's beautiful and she goes, I know. And she, I'm good. not going to tell that girl she's consent, con- conceited because she's fucking beautiful. So she better say, mm-hmm. I know. Beautiful you all are inside beautiful. and out. Yes. You're, you're beautiful, Johnsy. You're beautiful, Missy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. This was a new thing, and it was kind of fun. Yeah, this is different. It was different. Yeah. Let us know what you guys thought about this. If we want, Do you want to see more of this? you want to hear more of it? Or do you guys want to hear more of the crime stuff? Drop a, drop a, drop a little comment below. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's what they do on YouTube. Drop a comment below. <laughs> hit, hit I think it's bell. right about there. <laughs> it's somewhere down there. The bell's somewhere over Take here. A look. <laughs> like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends, sing it from the rooftops. <laughs> All the things. All yeah. the things those YouTubers say. Um, yeah, we're not we're not good at the actual social media shit. We're just good at actually sharing our sh- shenanigans. That's about it. Thanks to coming to the shenanigans, guys. Absolutely. Fun. Oh shit! I dropped my cap. <laughs> Guess I gotta drink it all. Take it to the face. <laughs> all right, all toasties. Right. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.